Well, coming up first here on the show today, Archbishop Hebda is with us to speak about faith formation. Maria Weering conducted this interview for us, so let's take a listen. Hello, Archbishop Hebda. Welcome back to Practicing Catholic. Thank you, Maria. It's nice to be back. Thanks. So today we're going to be talking about faith formation with a focus on faith formation for children and youth. So before we begin, Archbishop, or before we really launch deeply, can you just give us broadly, what is faith formation? We hear this term a lot, and it can mean a lot of things. Yes. So interesting, when I, when I was a child, the term that would have been used was CCD, right? So, um, and it was, that was the Confraternity of Christian Doctrine, and it was a way in which um, the church was trying to respond to the need uh, to assist families in in uh, preparing young people with appropriate catechesis. So it was very much uh, focused on um, on the intellectual uh, encounter with uh, the teachings of the church. And so it was a way of imparting knowledge. I, I think the term faith formation is, is much broader than that. And so it's not focusing solely on the intellectual portion, but also making sure that the young person has an encounter with Christ, that the young person is learning to pray, that the young person is is um, immersed in the sacramental life of the church. And so it really is um, forming the young person uh, to be a, a disciple of Jesus. So it's a, a little bit broader than that. But certainly when we when we think about faith formation, we are always going to be talking about how do we teach our young people the truths of our faith, what it is that we can find in uh, scripture and tradition in the magisterium. Um, but it's something that's broader than that too. So trying to make sure that our young people are are formed to be disciples. So what is the purpose of a parish-based faith formation program, and how do they supplement the domestic church? You already said that the programs assist families, which suggests that they're not meant to be the primary way that children are learning about the faith and being formed. Yes, so um, we, we say the same thing about our Catholic schools, that they're intended to assist parents who are the, the primary educators. So on the first hand, we have to be able to uh, really make sure that our our parents are able to engage in that work of formation. And so that, that in itself is a important part of the efforts of the church. Uh, but then to be collaborating at the parish level, uh, with parishioners, uh, to make sure that the faith is passed on and that their children have that kind of, uh, well-rounded formation in what it means to be a disciple. So the parents are always the, the primary educators in the parish. Uh, seeing that as a responsibility, uh, not only of the priest or of the, uh, of the catechist, but of, of the whole parish, making sure that we're able to pass on the faith that, uh, we enter into that relationship as partners with, with parents. Uh, it's interesting, Maria, when we, uh, in the course of our uh, synod consultations, we heard time and time again about how important it is that we be able to pass on the faith, uh, to new generations. And, that's ultimately this work when we with great recognition of the parents role uh, but always recognizing that we as the church have to step up to assist in that as well so summer is now wrapping up and we're looking ahead to the new school year which is when parishes typically begin their faith formation programs as well so tell me a little bit about your experience in ccd in faith formation as a child and how that's continued for you as an adult yes 
So I, I can tell you, my parents sent me to a Catholic school. So I wasn't part of the regular CCD program when I was in elementary school or even in high school. But um, I, for no good reason, I did participate in um, when I was in high school because it was a social thing to do. And so um, that we had many of many of us who were in the Catholic school uh, still took part of the um, what was then CCD for high school students. It would have been post-confirmation. And it was a way in which we came to uh, know more broadly of uh, some of the young people in our parish who, who had not gone to the Catholic schools. And it was also a way for us to um, engage a little bit more deeply in, um, in, in our own faith formation. And it was, I, I remember in particular um, that we had a deacon in our parish uh, Deacon Rich Vary, and he and his wife offered a course for high school students on um, marriage. And so it was especially for seniors. And uh, I found that to be uh, remarkably helpful uh, to me. Now, you're going to say, ah, oh, Bishop, but you never got married. But nonetheless, it was a wonderful way to uh, really come to appreciate um, a little bit more of what was being, um, what the church was teaching and, and to have a respect for different vocations. And it was also a, a wonderful way, um, to be part of that process of, of growing in the faith with, with my peers. And so I, I saw that as being something that was really valuable uh, for me, even though I was a Catholic school kid. But I, I, I know that my, my parish was a very large parish. Uh, we, when I started elementary school, we had 1,600 kids in our elementary school. And, and, and uh, we know from uh, the times of sacramental preparation that that was about 80% of the kids in the parish. So there was still a, a large group of uh, Catholics in my neighborhood um, who were um, really turning to the church uh, for faith formation as their principal formators, along with their parents, um, through CCD, or what we would call now faith formation. So it, it was a good experience. So can you give me some of the landscape in the Archdiocese of, of what different faith formation programs are, are being used or how some different parishes are approaching faith formation for young people? Yes. We have a, a really fine report that comes out every year called the Annual Report on Catholic Education in the Archdiocese. And, and it's uh, authored um, by the Office for the Mission of Catholic Education. And there's one section on Catholic schools, but then there's a really helpful section as well on, um, it's called the Archdiocesan Catechetical Report. And it speaks to the fact that we have uh, almost 27,000 young people who um, are in, involved in faith formation at the elementary school or high school level. So that's a, a huge number of students. Huh? We would have about 108 of our parishes would be offering a program. So sometimes there's collaboration between parishes on that. Um, I, it's really, I think, a, a, we always have to remember how important that is in reaching out to our young people when we think about 27,000 kids. What a, it's a big responsibility, but also a great opportunity um, that we that we have. And, and, and to do that work, which relies primarily on volunteers, we know that we have almost 2,700 of our faithful that are involved in that work of, of passing on the faith uh, through faith formation programs. Uh, 
And in that, you know, they're, they're designed in different ways. And each parish that's offering uh, faith formation for young people has the opportunity to figure out what's the best vehicle for that. So sometimes it's a, a very traditional uh, class that would track uh, uh, just as we would do the, the grades, right? So you would have all second graders, third graders, fourth graders. There are other parishes that really um, find great value in having a, using a family formation model. And that's almost 50% of our parishes would use that as the primary mode of delivery. So it's, it's parents and children learning together and uh, really reflective of what we had spoken about earlier, that it's the pri- parents who have the primary responsibility. So the hope is that in that process, we're, not, we're presenting to both uh, youth and their parents, but given the parent, giving the parents the opportunity uh, to really go deeper in that throughout the week. Obviously, if we only uh, you know, have the opportunity for faith formation for an hour or two every week, we know that uh, really to, to lead people, to form people to be disciples, that we need much more than that. And the expectation would be that that's what the parents are doing at home as, as they're receiving the tools in, in family faith formation. Um, and they're, they're hearing not only from uh, the catechists and the uh, directors of religious, ca- religious education or directors of faith formation and the priests, but then they're also coming to uh, really appreciate what their peers are doing. So how other parents are, are having success in passing on the faith and um, what, what are those ways in which we're able to do that in a family context. So that's, that's been pretty, pretty significant for us as well. Could you speak to faith formation more broadly, even in terms of the a Catholic's responsibility to even after maybe perhaps their formal faith formation has been completed, um, they're they they've graduated high school, they're they're um, done with their they've completed their parish programs, or they've um, completed their they're graduated from Catholic school. As adults, how do we continue our faith formation? Uh, a lot of parishes offer programs also for adults, um, but um, that, that can vary widely. Um, what responsibility as Catholics do we have to continue this throughout our, our whole lives and not think of it as something only for forming children? Yes, yeah, so I, I think um, parents who have that responsibility for forming children recognize how important it is that that for sure <laughs> they be continuous learners right because it's it's you realize those questions that come forward the challenges that are there in, in every age and how, how they vary too so, so there's no way that in any other area of our life we'd be happy in, in in just settling for what we learned when we were in seventh or eighth or ninth grade right whether it be in in, in just uh, life in general it's very much the same with our faith and we have to recognize that we face different challenges at different ages and uh, and so to be able to be learning about what does it mean to be a disciple of Christ as a as a young single adult for example or what does it mean to be a faithful disciple as a as a parent what does it mean to be a faithful disciple as a widow or a widower how do how do we do those things and so the idea of faith formation more broadly as an ongoing undertaking um, for the, the Catholic, I think is, is really crucial. And that's, we certainly heard that uh, in the course of our synod, that that was one of the hungers um, that people uh, have expressed. Th- those who are already very involved in the church and, um, and, and those who realize that they uh, need to know a lot more to be more fully engaged. In, in some ways, I, I think that we live in a, at a 
golden moment for this. It's a golden age for ongoing faith formation because we have resources that are available to us now at our at our fingertips. Uh, something as basic as uh, you pick up your iPhone and uh, and you can get wonderful material, all kinds of great podcasts. So many of our parishes uh, are subscribers of different programs. I think about uh, the formed platform that the Augustine Institute offers and so many of our parishes use that uh, on your way to work, you can be listening uh, to something that's go- going to help you uh, to grow in your own faith. Or, uh, I, we're blessed here in our archdiocese to have a relevant radio. And it's a, we know that it's a wonderful way for, uh, for adult learners uh, throughout their lives to be growing in their faith, those kinds of things. But when we think about the internet, we think about uh, those kinds of uh, electronic resources, we think about Catholic radio, Catholic television. These are resources that wouldn't have been uh, available to uh, my parents, for example. I mean, they might have uh, tuned into Fulton Sheen once a week. Um, but this now this is all available at our at our fingertips and we have so many universities so many institutes that are offering great resources here in the archdiocese i i hear such praise for the archbishop uh, harry flynn catechetical institute and people talk about how it's really changed their lives as they've had that opportunity over a course of two years to go deeper into our teaching and one of the things that uh, really impresses me the most is that it places within the hearts of our faithful a desire to learn more. And so you would think that after somebody's completed a very grueling two-year course, that they would uh, be real- willing to rest on their laurels. But it's just the opposite. They want they want more. They're hungering to learn more about uh, what Christ teaches us about his church. I think that is really true about the amazing opportunities that are really at our fingertips if we just take advantage of them. You mentioned 2,700 um, catechists that are involved in our faith formation programs throughout the Archdiocese, and there's this exciting opportunity coming up in September, September 17th at the Net Center for volunteer catechists and parish core teams and small group leaders and parents to come together to um, learn more about faith formation and, and um formation in the home and in the parishes and um, you know and that's just another example of you know of something that's available right here in the archdiocese that is is um, an opportunity for our catechists who have the special responsibility and parents have the special responsibility to to learn more um, any of any words of encouragement um, for an individual or family who is maybe new to a parish or hesitant about um, getting involved with the parish faith formation program or not quite sure um, where to look for for more information? Um, what would you What would you tell them? I would say one not to be afraid because uh, so often our, our young parents parents are saying I'm unprepared for this. And the beautiful part is that we as a church, as we collaborate together, we're able to use the, the, the gifts that people have, but also to um, address those areas of weakness as well when we do these things together. And that's ultimately what, what faith formation at the parish level in, enables us to do, right, is to use the gifts of many to make sure that we're presenting the faith in an, in an attractive way, that we're really forming our young people to be disciples. And I, I just think of my own experience, and I know that for so many of my my peers, that um, faith formation and being and walking with uh, young people in the faith is also a way for, for parents to meet other Catholic parents, 
uh, for for parents to grow deeper in the faith. And so I, I just would say, don't, this is this is a major obligation that we have. I'm really ha- happy that Pope Francis has really elevated the, uh, the status of catechists, for example, and really seeing that as an important ministry in the church and. As we look at, at the role of catechists around the world, we, we recognize that that's really so often how the faith is being passed on. I think here in the United States, we might be a little bit slower at seeing some of that, but um, I think it, 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 it's hugely important. And I think all of us need to be looking for those opportunities uh, to continue to grow in our faith. And in that regard, uh, Maria, I, I, I thank you for your work with the Catholic spirit, you know, both in it's always uh, the newspaper is always an instrument for us to learn more about our faith. It's a great uh, catechetical and formational um, uh, resource, uh, but also the great work that's done online. So it's it's a way for us as adults um, to really um, have that ongoing ex- experience of the church's teaching that we're then able to pass on to our young people. So thank you for that. Thank you, Archbishop. That's very kind, and that's certainly our goal. Well, thank you so much for your overall perspective on faith formation um, as we look ahead to the beginning of this new school year. Uh, Before we go, would you give us your blessing, please? Yes. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Maria. Thank you, Archbishop Hebda. For more information about that St. Paul Discipleship Formation Day that Maria mentioned, which is taking place Saturday, September 17th at the Net Center, visit archspm.org slash events. And to get connected with the Faith Formation Program for yourself or for your kids, best first thing to do is to contact your parish office. From the Chief Shepherd to the Good Shepherd, right after this, we'll hear about a specific type of catechesis for kids that's growing in popularity throughout our local church. Stay with us. We'll be right back. 